Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. Okay, well, um, today we are here to take your calls and want to let you know how to get a hold of us, 914-338-0164. We did have a caller, but that caller apparently moved on to another show. Perhaps she'll call back. I think I recognize the caller, actually. but we did start a little late today. Um, sorry about that. But here we are, and we just posted the show to Facebook. Again, 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And uh, we invite you to join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile, the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. And uh, we are still... Uh, collecting votes for Olive in uh, the Ravishing Rescues competition for the 2022 calendar. It's the 2021 competition, but it's for the 2022 calendar for the Stray Cat Alliance. And Olive is still holding steady at fifth place. So she's, it looks like she's going to make the calendar, but we definitely could use your support and votes. And, you know, those of you who call the show, we appreciate your donations. If you can donate, we, um, you know, a few dollars, uh, as a token, is is appreciated very much. Um, Michelle is a recent donor. We we want to thank you for that donation. Um, what else? Anything? No, that was announcements. That was the announcements, I guess. Yeah. Uh, this is our 940. One nine hundred and forty one shows. So nine hundred forty first show. Started. Nine hundred and forty one shows. Been on the air for what, nine and a half years? Not nine, nine and, and a half. No, we no. No. There's no way it's nine no. No. It um, would have been nine hundred and forty first. That can't be right. If we did one a week for nine years. Shows have been counting. Well, there's shows. no way. If yeah, we do two a week, if we do two a week and we're on the well, square, that matter. That's what it is. Well, I'm just, okay, I know, but that's what it is. numerically, that's what it is, that may not, but it doesn't so make anyways, sense. Well, anyways, uh, we started the show. In August uh, of 2012, we've been on the so air nine the, years, so that would be saying, nine a week. That'd be nine, that'd be, I mean, one a week. Well, it doesn't. That would be one a week. It's 941 shows we've done. So how did we miss all those? I don't know. I don't know. That's, That's a lot to miss. Is. That's that w- what it is. It should be like 1,800 shows if we do two weeks. Well, I don't know. That's what it is, 941 shows. And um, we've been on the air 
uh, nine years. Yeah, it should be double. I wonder why that is. So uh, usually when we when we're was we're waiting for callers, uh, we have a topic to discuss, and we were in the midst of talking about empathy. We were in the midst of talking about empathy. Well, it's interesting because, uh, you know, so many people, so many people claim to be empaths. And I think, I think there's confusion about what the word empath really means. Um, You know, it gets confused with sympathy and, and then there are different types of empathy. So, you know, classifying what type of empathy one is feeling if really truly empathy is the emotion or feeling that one is 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 feeling um it needs to be classified because there can be um many different forms but anyway uh Uh, Rudolf Lotze, Lotze coined it, actually, the word empathy in 1858, just for some uh, background on the word empathy. Um, and, and it was a translation of, of um, and we have another, we have a caller that just came in, but a translation of the Greek um, passion state of emotion. So it's about understanding and entering into another's feelings. And a lot of people mistake, like I said, empathy for sympathy. So empathy is not saying, well, I've gone through that situation, so I understand what that person is going through. It's actually being able to move into a person's, another's psyche and understand, not understand, feel what that person feels. However, understand is, is, is a good word to bring in because there are different types of empathy. And one form of empathy is cognitive empathy, which, which is actually understanding. So it's a more mental form of, of empathy. So it's where you take on the perspective of someone's emotions rather than really the feeling of their emotions. Um, so it's, it's, it's a more, um, I would imagine a psychologist moves into that type of form of empathy more than a, um, more than someone yeah, who's. The love is that statisticians, it's people who deal with statistics and they see a broad group of people who are unemployed or, they can have empathy for those. They can have empathy because of the numbers, or they can intellectualize. Usually when you're conceptual uh, empathy, you're dealing with mass amounts of people, mass amounts of figures. So you may have some feeling about it, but it doesn't get totally intimate. Right. There's a sort of a research approach to it. Right. But there's, you know, there didn't they talk about um, the somatic empathy where you, where you, absorb another's feelings but there that can get tricky as well because you can absorb someone's feelings to the point of it being crippling so um there's 
compassionate empathy is a balance of empathy where you're not taking on another's emotions to the point of it being crippling. And there's an attitude of helping rather than just being overwhelmed by someone else's emotions and not being able to do anything with it. But we can get more into that in a moment because we have a caller, (laughs) which is good. We can try to be empathetic and not become overwhelmed. Okay. Hi. 856 is on the air. Hi. How are you today? Hey, Gwendolyn. Hi. Miss you guys. I did want to touch base with you, though. I want to say thank you, of course, as always, um, for sticking by this crazy journey of mine. Um, I finally made some uh, substantial change in a court date that just now occurred from the last time we spoke on the personal line. Okay. Six twenty six sixty nine is her birthday. She's thirty nine twelve three. Okay, so get let us know what's up. Yes, yeah, so and now we I had a finally had that hearing. It got pushed twice from when we spoke on the personal line. But um in that Zoom hearing, um, you know, the judge gave me a half hour to get it all out. I let the lawyer go by the wayside, let her sit on the uh on the bench for a minute and I took it over and now we have substantial change and it's Today is two weeks. I haven't gotten his written order yet, but this what is the order change. So, but can you? I mean, in clear terms, can you tell us what the order is dictating happens? Um, done. We, you know, the last order was him with the gaslighting. So now, come five years later, I finally get to speak on my own behalf um, without somebody else trying to do it for me or leaving out the important information. So with that, now will come a new order um, that has, I pretty much blew the case up um, by staying in a good fight, doing the right things for the right reasons, standing my ground. It is now two weeks and I don't have the order overturned in my hand. I'm sure that after finding out everything that was not true, um, that they're having quite the time of putting a new order together. So, you know, where I was charging alienation of my child, there's been fraud, um, you know, hiding money, you know, torturing the crap out of me. Um, That angered a fourth judge, which this last judge um, studied the case before he heard us. And uh, when he told me he was giving me 30 minutes, to get out everything that I need to, I made sure, and apparently my guides and myself made sure we got out those points that were, you know, there for substantial change to be made. So I have yet to receive a written order as a result of that substantial change hearing. However, it happened, and that is what matters most, because now you can't just go around saying things about people. And I hope it changes for people after me because that was ridiculous. But I'm happy to say that I'm finally at this point. And you guys are really pulling for me. And I can't say thank you enough. I am in total gratitude always. I love you guys. So if you guys have anything that we can run down number-wise or where I'm at on the path, which I feel I'm on Destiny's path, they keep saying just stay right here, keep showing me my birthday, you're where you're supposed to be. So I just keep it going. So I just, there's just an image that came in when you first started talking, Gwendolyn. I don't know if you can 
relate to it in any way or if you've seen this in your environment, but I got a red bird, like a cardinal or a bird with a red breast. Yeah, that cardinal, it's funny because I always, I used to refer to my dad, but I know that it's also crown, but the cardinal kept flying past my partner and I in the truck and I said, there he goes again. And then I saw him on, um, on the highway. Yes, he keeps coming around. Yes. Mm-hmm. So do you seen a bird with a you really are you really being honest or are you just trying to make me feel good? Kristen, <laughs> come on, you didn't ask me that. I'm gonna pretend you didn't. Of course. I would can tell you the same thing and George can tell you. Actually it happened with both of them. Yeah, the cardinal comes. I love him. And he's really he's quick. Yeah, okay. he goes by. It's funny. And I'm like, Yeah, I saw you <laughs> and when I was in Wawa and Dad was listening to um a K Love, a Kristen music channel. I was sitting in the car and as soon as that song got done in my eyes open, boom, he came across my hood. <laughs> like over my roof. Okay. I said, I caught you too. Yes. Great. Okay. So that's one good validation that we've got. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. I love him. Great. So that's, that's one, one, one piece here of the puzzle. I, I'm oh. like realizing right now <laughs> Like how stupid I was at the beginning of the show calculating our our show numbers. Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to figure out how many shows we were doing, and I was like so befuddled. I think I think because I don't know. No, anyway. this is our 940. I know. Show nine. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, that's 52 a year. I know. Forgiven. You can kiss my ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, getting, I'm trying to gather all this together. The court proceeding went good. It went in her favor. It went in her favor, I think. Yeah, I think. I so, yeah. But that means I, I'm still confused as to what that means exactly. Does that mean you have well, visitation with the children, or does well, it mean yes, you have? It comes down to the little one. It comes down to the amount of money. It comes down to alienating a parent from their child. It comes down to perjury. It comes down to fraud. There are many pieces now that have been built over the five years. But as I let him build his house of cards to fall, now they fall. You have to face what you've done. So So I'm sure that sorting all that out is a chore. It wasn't easy living it. Do you have custody? I'm sorry? Do you have custody? He has has temporary. I was always a custodial parent. He has temporary. Okay. I okay. I'm still so, so temporary custody. I'm just confused about exact the exact. It would be helpful to know like exactly what was decided at the court. Right, and that's where I'm at. Um, today is a two week mark. I sent an email this morning. It's I'm following up because this affects my life in the next. You know, I want to bust the next move here in my life because. All that going on, you still have to continue on with your life, and that's what I've done. So now I want to make a residential move. That move can be affected by the decision. So now it's been two weeks since we were told the order will be written and when it is done. So I followed up again this week. I'm waiting for a reply. I don't know that they didn't send it out at the beginning of this week, and I haven't received it yet, and or whether it is still being written. So it, it is like... um you know, a period of hold. However, it's about the best period of hold I've ever faced over the five years. So I'm okay in that regard. 
that I trust the divine. Hang in there. Um, but yes, I'm I'm kind of up in the air myself. Well, of course, the what we're putting out is energy in your favor that the courts recognize the darkness of your ex and what he's trying to do to mani- uh, manipulate things with power and corruption oh, yeah. and things like that. So mm-hmm. we're, of course, trying to bat- we're battling that psychic-wise, vibration-wise, on all that. The, um, your code suggests that you will come out victorious. However, you're compounded. So what happens, Gwendolyn, is that the compounded nature of your karma can creep up and and present an obstacle due to karma from a past life. So we've got that okay. to contend. But let's not immediately approach it that way. Let's look at it okay. as the idea that your energy is going to be very strong. You have actually a coupling of 269s. You have it in your year and in your first and last numbers. A coupling of energy with those numbers are very good. The distance between six and nine is three, three. which is your, your master number. Um, the distance between your absolute karma of 39 is six, which is an outstanding number that appears twice, or three times, in fact, in your linear code, which comes to 18, which is a nine. So okay. by, by our calculations, you should come out in, in, in good favor by our calculations. Nice. But factoring in karma can be a little bit uh, disturbing or challenging. But like I said, we don't want to go there right now. We want to focus on positive, keep that zone strong. Can we get get your uh, ex's birth date again? I know we've gotten it before. 6267. Gosh, it's crazy. (laughs) You guys have Mm -hmm. a real similar energy Uh there. Eight, yeah, my butt. So together you become a seven. seven. You see, and that's I mean, that's his, the male uh, female. Year. Yeah. So he's got. And that was the number you identified with um, our son. Yeah. That's the your son's number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, there's some, you know, it's a it, the situation, Gwendolyn, isn't something you you. It wasn't a mistake. This was brought in by a karmic chapter before this lifetime. So all of the components come in together, each with their own separate karma within the karma, and then it's being played out. To, to, uh, your, but, and he's got a four in there, which is one above yours, comes to a seven, which he has, which would explain why that, advantage has been on his part for so long but again um it, it we're 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 just we're we're trying to find the vibration that brings out you know righteousness what's the what's the right, right thing to do and that's what we're trying to focus on so and then Kristen got the validation with the now the cardinal is a messenger bird it, the cardinal right. is also a very strong bird in terms of symbolism. Right. But it's a, a messenger bird. Cardinals have been on air, air uh, you know, war planes. 
the Cardinal was somewhat suggestive, not entirely, of like Woody Woodpecker, which was on the warplanes. The Cardinal is a very strong bird. It also uh-huh. is taken into the Catholicism. And, it, and so it has its strong implications. But any bird image that comes up is, is a positive thing. Usually bird images are positive. Um, and a cardinal would definitely be positive. We don't, get, that. we don't get them in our area. Another morning. The East Coast. But, uh, but we have a good sign going on, you know, with your age. What are you, 52? 52. So with that 52 you have going on, uh, three goes into, no, three doesn't go into 52, but, but you're well past your karma, of the absolute karma, by uh, 49, 50, by uh, 23 years. 40, oh, no, by 49, by 13, uh, 13 years. So you're past that. Things, I mean, things are basically in good standing. Which happens to be his inverted karmic number. I think the judge, well, if the judge is ultimately holding the final decision, I think he's going to weigh heavily your narration, your content. Yeah. And I think you did a good job in your delivery. If you were given a free half hour of just talking. And he, I know, right? He, and I just found a white feather in front of me, a little tinted gray, Okay. A white feather? Well, it's not a red one, but that's still. Why are you looking up at me? I turn it over. Yeah, it's like a real light gray, calming. Well, that's not a sign of peace and settlement. So that's good. Better that than a red feather. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Right. (laughs) um, Cardinals have white feathers. You know, what what the judge probably did was he unscrambled your narration and highlighted the main points that he could see legally would be in your standing. And then, right. then in the incorporation of presenting fairness as a judge and weighing it, weighing the options for the two right. sides, he'll come to a decent, I think, conclusion. You may not be totally happy, but you're going to be satisfied, I think. And maybe you'll be totally happy, but the way he will have to weigh it, considering that the father is still the father, you have to kind of expect a certain balance. Right, but, right, exactly. Exactly. I don't want to turn around and do ugly to somebody who did ugly. That's not my goal. Well, you're doing well. We're going to put out energy for this and, um, you know, get this resolved. When is the next hearing? Um, I won't know. I haven't even got, well, until I get the actual written order to know what next steps um they want to take to unravel this bowl of heck. Um, I won't know that at this point. I'll definitely check back in with you guys when I do find out. Um, but, you know, I always think of you guys, and I'm always grateful, always grateful. You guys are always with me in my heart. I love you guys crazy, and I definitely want to make sure I took time today. I said to my boss, I want to take time. I need to say thank you <laughs> and give you the update because I knew you guys care, and I appreciate okay, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Of course, of course. I love you guys. Have a great day. We'll leave it there, and uh, I'll touch back in with you guys when we get a little further. Sounds okay. good, Gwendolyn. All right. Thank you. Have a great day, duo. You too. Bye-bye. Stay well. Love you guys. Peace out. Bye. Yeah, leukism. You can, you cardinal, cardinals have a condition called leukism, where they turn white, they become albino. 
so you can get white yeah. feathers. Sure, any bird. Yeah, can, but I mean, uh, have that. But now, when we get into the idea we, of uh, well, psychic saying they're empathic, well, that's what I wanted to get into. I did because it's, we're talking about the higher mind being empathic, but it it it. it and that gets into a totally different area than the emotional body because we're talking about the higher mind. However, we have a caller. <laughs> oh, okay. Take the callers away. Take the callers first. We do. Um, it's Kate. Hi. <clears throat> hi, hi. Hi. Hi, Kate. 922. Hi. Hi. I moved, uh, and you know, I've been here now a couple months. Okay. Uh, Spokane. Oh, I thought you were near Idaho. To, oh, near Idaho. That's right. Okay. I thought it was. I thought you were moving Washington. to. I thought she was moving to Idaho. Why did I? Why did I? Met, well, anyway. You're. Well, it was. It's about fifteen minutes away, so it's okay. <laughs> on yeah. the border. Okay. On the border. Yeah. And there's a lot of beautiful things to see in Idaho for sure. Yeah. So what's your question? Nine twenty two sixty five thirty six nine. Yeah. Um my question is other than um like right at when lockdown happened I had pretty bad jaw clenching and so lockdown. talk about lockdown. <laughs> yeah, talk about lockdown for sure. And I bought a night guard and I did a lot of things over the year to stop doing that. And now it's kind of come back. So I'm wondering if part of that, I mean, obviously on the surface it's stress, you know, but is it also with like new energies coming in? Because a lot of times it happens with energy changes as well. Well, you know what's interesting, Kate? This morning I woke up with the worst pain in my right side of my jaw. Oh. The weak pain. I've never had it before. I couldn't figure out talking about being empath- empathic. 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 I work, woke up oh. and I thought, okay, something's oh. going to come up with jaws. Uh, you know, wow. not a shark. No, no. And you're not Bruce. <laughs> but, um, but I thought something's going to come up. Now the pain went away, but it was excruciating this morning. No, you've had that. I, you the other day, you, uh, a couple weeks ago, you said you had some pain right in oh, the jaw really? area. Really? Yeah, you did. But I mean, it, it hasn't been a consistent thing. So, um, so what, when these things happen, I start to analyze it, and then I put further pieces together after, uh, you know, I find out where the source is coming from. Yeah. You know, you, you have a stress factor in your uh, karma, right? The 9-2 the and then the 22. 9-2 is a, is a dark side. 22, 22 is a dark huh. side. So you have darkness in your karma. 9-2, is considered dark. kind of dark energy, and so with 22. And people think 29 is like a sacred number. It's not. Well, I tend to disagree no but that comes by way of um by way of uh karma 
Now, 922 is a 13, just like 67 is a 13, and that's a broken up four. So whenever your life is somewhat off balance, the karma is going to find somewhere in your body to attack. And it's happening huh. in your, basically your sixth chakra. The area of your jaws would be around the fifth and sixth chakra, which is in your tri- transcendent uh, number six. So there's, a, there's something going on creeping up from a past life. So has anything occurred in your life recently that was from the past? Has anybody emerged from the past? She's living with a roommate from the past. She's moved oh. in with somebody from her past. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, you don't remember. So but. you moved in with your roommate from the past. That's why you're having some yes. problems. That's where it's coming. That's the source right there. So we have to analyze what your connection is with this roommate. Even if it's good, we still have to analyze what it is, both pro and con. Do that real briefly. Okay. Tell us you can, you can pros talk. and cons you of can... your roommate. Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah, I'd say uh, overall positive and a con, I would be nervous about um, how would I say that? Like going back in myself, going I've grown a lot in ten years, so I don't want to go backwards. I want to keep growing and moving forward. So, you don't so want when to you see somebody, yeah. yeah, yeah, or or even in my head, you know, I don't want to unconsciously slip into old patterns. Well, there might, you know, there might be some psychological trepidation going on as you sort of combat that in the recesses of your mind, and it gets, it manifests in your jaw as tension at night. So there might be uh-huh. some residual energy going on with your roommate that you're incorporating in your psychological field, and that's that's presenting a problem there. So you have to sort of let that stuff go. Has your roommate had any troubles, divorces, um, any problems in her life? Um, no. Single. No. I'm feeling single. Uh, She's single. Yeah. Never married. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your roommate, what's your roommate's biggest crisis, would you say? What's her Maybe it's being biggest single. crisis in, the, in life? Um, health issues. Mm. What is it? Health. Well, there we go. So you're incorporating some of that energy into now, your body. Is her health it, with weight or heart? Where's her health? Oh, I bet it's like auto. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this that detailed on the radio. I mean, so. Okay. But yeah, that's okay. enough. That's enough. But that's where it's coming from, Kate. If that yeah, helps. okay. That's where it's coming from. So all you have to do is release the energy um, of that psychological connection you have, you have to sort of let go of whatever residual energy that you may not be aware of. Just speak to the universe and say, look, I want all energies, karma, anything that would be upsetting me to be released from my energy, my etheric realm. I also want to take my inside and release anything of tension due to the move and what the move is doing to my body notwithstanding weather changes, geographical changes, things like that. Uh, you want to include those things yeah. as well. 
this will help you. I mean, you know, on a personal level, I can relate because I have TMJ and I've been a long time where I don't wear my mouth guard. I should, but I've chewed through mouth guards. (laughs) Wow. So so I, I relate to having tension in that area for sure. And it's, it's, and what, it's what have you found to release it? I'm works? sorry? What, what have what, you found what? that works to release it? Uh, I mean, wearing a mouth guard does help, but like I said, I've chewed through them. So, wow. um, you know, I do, I, you know, I, I'll massage when I have a flare-up, you know, the joint, mm-hmm. um, things like that. But, you know, I, I do I do carry... I do carry a fair amount of tension in my jaw, but I do have um, methods in which I know, you know, methods that I'm able to release the jaw area. But those are more advanced techniques that, you know, know, I've learned. uh, Kate, you might perhaps want to take a little bit of an adventure and go back in time and look at your, the year you were eight years old, because there seems okay. to be something going on there that might be collectively uh, assembling in your jawline if there was any tension around that and time of your life. The other thing is, too, it's, I find on a physical level, and we're, you know, you're talking more esoterically, but on a physical level, I find it related to my neck. The tension yeah, my I'm neck. going to, um, I have chiropractor and acupuncture, so both of those help. Yeah. So I find that it comes from my neck. I have migraines, oh. and I just think it's an all. Oh. I think it's a, you know, it's all related. They're all interconnected. Yeah. So, yeah, the acupuncture and chiropractic may help you a lot. Um, I used to do chiropractic, uh, and it was helpful with certain. With certain in with certain things, I mean, my migraines really. I mean, I just they didn't really improve all that much, but they did help. I, the chiropractor help with my posture and release in my neck area. Um, but I did upper cervical chiropractic, where they only re- either um, adjust the atlas or the atlas axis of the neck, so they don't touch oh. any other part of the the back. You should research it. It's it's um, I think it's a very effective form of chiropractic. Personally, would you but ever anyway. would you ever try Botox? They do they can do Botox shots for no. I'm, my insurance PMP. would pay for it. My insurance would pay for it, but no, I wouldn't do that. No. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. No, because it's a toxin, and I think overall, I think long term, it's it's going to present. It would present more problems. You know, you're going to be 54 and multiple of your math numbers. So, right. uh, yeah. so there's some yeah. issue going on there as well. And that would be nine times six, which is part of your, your code. Um, but has anything, just in brief, has anything come up about being around eight or nine years old in your life? Well, I think in general, I felt like, I, I mean, it makes sense. I felt like I wasn't really free to talk. You know, like our family, we weren't, we nobody really expressed their emotions that much. So probably I felt 
I couldn't, if I was upset, I couldn't express it or talk about it with my parents. Okay. So that, that feeling of holding your, holding in yeah. your voice. That's probably related directly to your. Yeah. Yeah. Tension. Especially if it pertains to uh, expression. So, so what you got to do is express, pour your heart out to universe, to angels, to guides. Oh, that's good. And release that energy, but heal yourself as well. Uh, Accept and embrace yourself as a true entity on the planet. And, you know, now's the time to do it. Because that's where that's coming from, and that might save you a lot of money otherwise to cure this, which I don't think will get to the root of the problem. I think it will just medicate the symptoms, but not get to the root. But if you can do that and find areas, you know, go back to where you couldn't express yourself, whatever tension there was in the family and you couldn't get your emotions out, it wasn't a free, you see, you didn't live in a free society. It was a, there was oppression. So you didn't, right. you couldn't talk about your feelings. Right. You couldn't express yourself. You had to shut up. So that caused tension. You know, the, the mechanics of your jaws, is like there, it was wedged by an obstruction. And that causes buildup and all kinds of things where the gears aren't, they're grinding now. And so you got to let it flow. Imagine self-love, you're oiling it with a lubricant of self-love, and imagine that the mechanism in your jaws are moving like a good watch, and everything's turning and revolving. And just imagine that, and keep putting that self-love oil on the mechanisms of, of, of rotation. And every rotation you do, just embrace yourself and release the tension. And accept who you are today. So that could help. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Those all sound great. I like. I can. Uh, I'm very visual, so that you know, a, a clock moving smoothly. I can. Uh, I that. I can feel like it that. already. Yeah. 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 Okay. Great, Kate. Good. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. We have a call up. From three one two. Hi. 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 This is Karen calling from Chicago. Oh, hi, Karen. Hi. Hello. Hello. Um, my, my question today. My my question today is um, my project's going to end. Um, I believe in the next two weeks, and I'm wondering if you see me picking up something else, uh, some work somewhere else, um, until it resumes again. Um, and I'm also running a side business of selling uh, purses and, like, athletic accessories on the side. Um, but um, I'm just kind of wondering what you see yeah, coming up for me. 1971. And you you made that move, right? Oh, yeah. I've already – yes, yes, I'm already here. It, I do want to tell you also, um, uh, you guys predicted that um, there were people that would ride bicycles along the street. It was like a, like a residential area with – people riding bikes along the street and uh-huh. that's uh every time I look out the window I see somebody like uh, they're older people young kids and they just ride bikes like uh, older adults riding bikes up and down the street in this area which is kind of rare because I, I never saw that before <laughs> where I lived before 
What's the point? So what are you saying about those bikes? Oh, that you were correct. You were correct. You knew you'd be the right area yeah. if you told me. Oh. That, uh, when, yeah. Yes. And you, so you want to know about a job in two weeks. So you, right, you right. I mean, right. what's going to happen? Project sending. What's going to happen? I mean, do you have, do you have, if, I mean, what's your situation as far as the project ending? If you don't have something come in, do you have funds? Oh, I'll have to, to look. No, no, no. I'll have to, to look. Okay. Well, here's a question. Be, get symbolic. Try to be symbolic. Who do you know or what connection have you ever had? Now, try to find an answer somewhere with the phone company, the phone companies. Um, years ago, ex-boyfriend used to work for the phone company, a cellular company. And I believe I worked uh, temporary and uh, dabbled in, in that field as well. Oh, and I also worked at a, um, a telecom company years ago when I first got out of school. A private company. Okay, so company. The, the valid, you know, who, who came, that came in psychically. So the validation, concluding that validation, but the validation would be that you're going to get work in two weeks. That's our conclusion. Okay. Now, you're not compounded. If you were compounded, we've got clients that are compounded where things don't come in as they should come in. They've got low numbers in some respect. They've got bad numbers in their linear code. They're compounded. It's more difficult to calculate. You have a, a more of a crisp, clean energy. You're 25-7, and um, you're, you have, you're, your master number is matched in your year. It's broken up, though. It's, it's broken, broken up, up and up but it reforms again. You see, 331 is broken up, but, but it, it forms reforms in seven. into 7. The 1 comes back in. There is a little bit of trouble there. You, you, mm. you gauge it by, uh, Karen, you gauge it by the circumstances involving your 25th year on the planet and trying to decide what happened in that in that place of your life, what happened at 25, 1996. Oh, yeah, I broke up with my boyfriend. It was like a big bust up. <laughs> yeah. Was that the moment of the phone company? Yes, yes, yes. No. So you see you're breaking up, but now you're breaking up at your job. So let's look at that. And now, after you broke up with your boyfriend, did your life get worse or did it improve? Oh, it improved. It improved in a lot. I graduated. I found work. I found uh, new friends, new boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. So you broke up with your boyfriend at 25 and your life improved. You're breaking up with your job in two weeks. And by the accordance and the, and the system of your history, you should be... be get well connected with a good paying job and it should come in oh. within a month. She's had some problems. I mean, for, I mean, the last few years it's been contract job to contract job. So getting something permanent has been, has been a challenge. Right, Karen? Right. Right. Well, so your, your contracts, your contract situation is signified by the one in your year. That one in your year says that you're going to have some foundation problems, complications. So the way that you move, you see, between seven and the one is a six, and your first two numbers add up to six, and then there's a one, one. left over. 
you have that one left over, and you have the one at your at the end of your year left over. So that explains why, in part and parcel, you're having some trouble with the with the job situation, and you're moving from contractor to contractor because you don't have a solid karma with any one particular employer. Your karma's been shattered, so you have to move. You're moving around to survive on a karmic level. That's why you don't have this total wedding with one person, including your boyfriend. So there's no totality in any one space. But the way you've adapted to your karma is by moving around, moving around. Yeah, moving and she around. and that's what she's done. I mean, even physically. Oh, okay. She just moved. Oh, right. yeah. She just moved. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Oh, you, she just moved. She just know. moved physically, yeah. Okay. And she was having some problems getting a place, and there was, you know, well, issues with that, and something fell through. So, see, that's you just, know. That's, don't worry. That's just your karma. That goes in the vehicle of your life. That's just your movement. Now, I wouldn't worry about it because it's already built in. What you've got to do is understand that you have a clause, and the clause says that you get to adapt yourself to the karmic complications so that you are adaptable. You adapt. You're not, you know, you're warm-blooded. You adapt. So you will move forward, get a, this new job. It might, I don't know how long it will last, but it okay. will sustain you until whatever time is necessary for you to make another change. Uh, you have a drawer at home, and in this drawer at home, you have knickknacks. You have, you know, you just throw things in there. Yes. There's a drawer, right? And you just throw yes. things in there. And, and there's something in there that's like a, it's like a little figurine. It's weird. It's like a little finger puppet, or it's like a little figurine. I can't figure it out what it is. I got the drawer. You're validating. Uh-huh. But when you open the drawer, I got this like little creature toy in there. Does that make any sense? Yes. Yes. I have a lot of little knickknacks. Yes. Okay. I, you know, open it. You know, it's like Pandora's box in reverse. Open it up. Take something out that appeals to you. Just at random. You're playing a little child's game. You're going to open up the drawer. Take something out that appeals to you. Hold it in your hand and make a wish about your job. Okay. I believe in children's games. That's, they come from a, a, a source of magic. And they come from a source of connecting to the magical elements of the universe. And that's why they're called children's games. But let's face it, Christ said, come to, come to heaven like a child. So let's move into the element of that childhood fantasy and incorporate it and manifest it into something real Go to that drawer, pull something out for fun, and make a wish, and let's see what happens. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, I'll keep you posted. Good yeah, luck. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay. Okay. So we have about ten minutes. Well, nine minutes. Well, you know the eight minutes. Being in six minutes. Five minutes. Five. No. <laughs> being empathic, a psychic being empathic, has, they can't just feel. Right, exactly. It's, you're getting into a totally different area of, 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 of being empathic. So when people claim to be empaths, I mean, I see it over, all over Facebook all the time. We have another caller. Gosh, 
Well, you have to come. Empathic people have to come up with something specific in relation. They they need to get psychic about. You have to become. Yeah, I mean, being truly empathic, you you have that's a you have that's a. You, you're when you're truly empathic, you're really absorbing the content of the person's energy field. It's not just an emotional state. <laughs> and so I think that empathy is really not. I mean, you know, if you if you if you research empathy online, you don't get into this idea of psychic empathy and and that and that in that form of, 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 of um, empathic awareness. So 609 is on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Fine, fine, thanks. Who's this, please? Rose Maria. Oh, hi, hi. Hi. Rose Maria, 1230, 70, what? 74. I yeah, was yeah. almost there. Okay. Hi. <laughs> how are you? Good. Uh, yep, it's been a while. Right now, I'm in Europe. I'm in Italy right now. A lot of chaos the last three weeks. I'm in Italy Where right you? now. You're in Italy? In Italy. Yep. Okay. I'm in a little chaos. What part of Italy? Uh, Puglia side. Puglia? Yep. That's, okay. That's in the mid the middle, right? Uh, down south, on the right side. Oh, south. Greece. Oh, south. Yep. yep. Uh, oh, yeah, I was off. Okay. Okay, I've not been to that part of Italy. All right, that's okay. Sixteen. Anyway, so what's what's going on? Are you on a contract there? Uh, I don't even know if I'm on a contract or not. Uh. There's a lot of chaos since I've been here, so I don't know what's going on. Or my friend well, why are you there? is going to help. <laughs> I had to do some paperwork for my father and some for me, so I had to do that. And that's why I'm part here and part traveling a little bit too. <laughs> so, what's your question now today? Uh, I don't know what's going on here with me. So a lot of chaos, and I don't know why my friends be you no. Know, are you twelve thirty one? Twelve thirty one, right? Yeah. Oh, not twelve thirty. Right. Twelve one. Yeah, I know she's twenty eight ten one. Yeah, I got the day. I was a day off. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know what my friend's up to oh, or what his issue is, and he was happy to see me when I got in, and you know, you know what's like, really, you know what's weird. I remember a past reading a long time ago about a train station. Um, we're I'm talking at the about train station. Train station. Right now. Yeah. I'm at the <laughs> Okay. Well, why did you know that? So it's interesting that I would bring it up, right? Yeah, that's um, why I'm at the train station right now. So. Okay. So that's well, that's a bit of a psychic validation. Yeah. So, um, but we were talking about in that past reading about finding a love interest in that getting to that point would involve you going to a train station. That would be yeah, a he's usually, Right. He's usually here in the morning early. Interesting. So that's interesting. And of course I train, you know, I mean on, on the East coast, 
trains are more prevalent than, I mean, people take trains, I guess, on the, on the West Coast, but people travel by trains to work on the East Coast more than they do on the West Coast. People are in their cars more, I think, on the West Coast. Right. <clears throat> but, in, but, in, but in Europe, train travel is much more prevalent than it is in the United States. So there you are in Italy, and you're in a train station right now. Okay. Right. So the question is what? In our few I don't minutes know what's time. going on with him, and he uh, he saw me a couple times, and then he disappears. He won't answer me, so I don't know what he's up to or what he's going to do. Is he's going to help me, and then he's not. So I don't know what the what's problem is now. What's his birthday? Him is ten twenty five sixty. Five nineteen sixty. Is he from Italy? Five six seven eight. Yep. Twenty four six. Well, you know. Uh, Appropriately, you probably don't remember, you're too young, <sighs> but Peter, Paul, and Mary did a song called 500 Miles. <laughs> it's called, if you miss the train I'm, I'm on, then you know that I'll be gone. I'll be 500 miles from my home. This doesn't look good with your boyfriend. His inconsistency doesn't sound like he uh, has a full commitment to being responsibly your partner. And if he disappears... Then there's then your your relationship with him is conditional. It's conditional on what his comfort level is. So it does it. You know there may be this pull and pull apart, come together, pull apart, come together. So what's happening though is that you don't have total commitment and and dialogue with him, and that's not healthy. That's not healthy unless you want to have your life be that. She's way. she's had consistent problems with relationships. Well, she's got an 11, you don't have to resign yourself to having continual inconsistencies in relationships. Because she's, it's about choice of who, yeah. yeah, the people who she's choosing. You got, you, you know, maybe it takes a little effort or time or growth on your part, but you've got to say, <laughs> you've got to say to yourself, I want a partner that's transparent, that's committed, that's available, that is here, that I'm a priority. This guy doesn't go there. You're you're half the moon. You don't have a full moon with him. So, you know, to say where is he is to say, well, not is where is he, where is the relationship? And it's not in good standing, sorry to say. But... That doesn't mean that your life is over. You could stay with him. He'll eventually come back. But what do you want, Rosemary? You, you want what you want is something consistent, and to take the power within yourself to find that person, and not settle for less. The thing is, too. I mean, how long are you planning to be in Italy? We're closing the show in a minute, but how long are you planning to be there? I'm only here for two more weeks. Wait, you said, the, say it again. Didn't Two more you? weeks. Yeah, I mean, the Two thing is about, you know, a, a, a relationship with a guy in Italy, you're coming back to the States, he's in Italy, this is a long-distance relationship, it's not, I, I mean, he's not committed, this is not, you know, the makings of a great relationship, you need to find someone at home, you're not going to be, it's not going to work. You will find that person. You know, don't get us wrong. You will find that person. Your numbers have a beautiful balance 
where you'll find the heart. Yeah, the three, yeah, four. You said a three, four energy, but you know. But not with this guy. All right, cool. (laughs) You know, reconsider what the man you want, the person you want, and start to connect yourself to that visual. Let this guy go, I would say. It's too complicated. You know, considering whatever ties you have with him, it's still too complicated, too far away, and he's not consistent. And you don't need that heartbreak in your life where your your emotions are dependent on somebody who's not available. That's not safe. That's a yeah. bad bridge. Go home. Find the the man of your dreams. You will find him. But you got to consider yourself worthy of and you will if you follow our guidance. Okay, Rosa Maria. Take care. All right, we are back on the air Friday, and we'll talk some more about empathy. Hopefully we're empathetic today with our callers. (laughs) Yeah. Hope that we were. Okay, talk to you Friday. Bye-bye.